0: Do you ever look at someone and wonder, what is going on inside their head? Welcome to Strictly Forbidden Flavors Podcast, hosted by Marcus Edwards, co-host, Zoom, and featured guest. Hope you enjoyed today's episode full of grown and sexy, grown and sexy, down and dirty, dirty, adult-minded content. All unscripted with no hidden agendas. Let the flavor begin.
1: going on, everyone out there? We are back with another episode. Popping in and out, I hope not. Uh, it's been a long time coming, you all, but this is a special episode where uh, I don't know if it's not a sad moment, it's kind of like a happy moment. But this is our season wrap-up uh, episode. Also, you know, we got a, a main topic that we've been dying to talk about for a long time, so. Yeah, we thank everybody, man, for being patient with us. So hopefully next season we, we pump out more content and get, you know, more topics and more involved in all the good stuff that we want to do. But uh, it's been a long time coming and We've enjoyed this ride. We hope that everybody enjoyed uh, the, the show. You know, I hope everybody enjoyed the show and that everybody is enjoying the show. We ain't going nowhere. We're just going to take a little break and, you know, uh, recalibrate and have some better topics and, back swinging. So you have anything to say about his own? Because they, they can think of things a solo episode. If not, so you're gonna have to say something to the
0: people. No. I think no. she's
1: in a I think she's recording in a library today, so she's gotta talk rather quiet, but that's okay. That's okay. She got three four sleeping babies in her bed, so I as long safe as no i to
0: sleep baby.
1: babies uh, plural. But anyway <laughs> Yes, yes. I think it was grandbabies. What up? But anyway, what name off the
0: top. But what? hey, uh, uh, it's
1: been a while, been while for us, while? but we had some really good episodes previously that we talked about, and we got some really good feedback from them and good content from them. Um, uh-huh. And we basically were been assessing we start with black people always that's like, you know, relationship wise and stuff like that. We always start with that, even though this show is for everyone to listen to, we primarily base our opinions on what we've witnessed as African-Americans, black people, whatever you want to call us. Uh, that's, we base our opinions and our conversations on, and we kind of just go from there. This can't apply to everybody just so you know, but that's where it comes from. Uh, just want to discuss a few things in the headlines uh, lately. Um, and this is kind of like a personal thing. in mind, just, you know, seeing the news and whatnot, zone. so what you think about this? Like, it's been a lot of, uh, what do you call them couples, like, murdering each other, like a significant other murder. I know that's the fatal attraction stuff been happening for a long time or whatnot, whatever, but I just feel like it's been a lot more uptick. And I think it was a guy who... Uh, I think his girl cheated on him and then he killed himself and his kids. And I thought that was like the, the coldest thing. You, heard, I, you know what I'm talking about? I thought that was one of the coldest things ever to do. And I, and I just want to, I know we, I know what we're going to talk about today. And, uh, like what is driving people to do things like, you know, things like that. Like that's extreme in my opinion. Um, that's pretty extreme to, uh, I think that's sad, first of all, but it's extreme. Like, over over a woman, you're going to, you know, kill yourself and the kids. I know he was upset about whatever happened, but sick world we live in. So what is is sprinkled in these relationships nowadays or in these women nowadays that got these men or women doing these things, uh, these heinous, crazy things? That's what I want to know. I I don't know. What you think?
0: Well, I mean, to me, it's nothing new Mm -hmm. unless you consider it. Maybe it's Corona. Maybe it's COVID that has people crazy. I don't know. Mm. But it's nothing new. You forget that these kind of murders have been going on since the dawn of time. I think it's just more exposure because they're killing them on live versus you find out in the news after they're dead. Mm-hmm. Now his reasoning, I don't, I can't speak for the brother. I just rest in peace here, and the babies in the background in pain. Her, that's something that she gotta live with. That's something that she's wanting to take to her grave. What whatever she did to him, we don't fully know the extent of it. And I'm not gonna pass judgment because everybody has their own personal issues in the house. So I don't, I mean, I like I said, I seen it. I, I felt bad, but at the same time, can't speak for nobody else's mental. <laughs> yeah
1: i i agree i agree um do you think that uh our people should seek therapy more I think that uh being a victim of your own thoughts is a very dangerous thing because I don't know how big or small the situation was but to kill them innocent babies that that's not normal, you know, like that. Them babies had nothing to do with it, but I know he wanted to hurt her in the worst way, so probably killing himself probably wouldn't have been enough. You know, so he took the babies with him, and he felt like he was taking what was, I guess, maybe, I don't know, I'm not this guy, but taking what was his as well from her, whatever she shared with him as well, but uh, I think people should seek therapy more, because a lot of people just live in their own heads, man, and they just I just don't, you know, as, as, as someone who has children, I'm like, how could you ever just do that? Like kill the baby mother. I'm, I'm, I'm not sound fucked up, but kill her. She, the person who did something to you, beat her in her head, beat them, beat the person she was with in the head, but them kids ain't nothing to do with it. I hate, I hate innocent children, innocent children dying over, over adults' decisions, you know? So I know it's not new. I know it's been happening, but it's fresh off the press. So I got a feel for it right now. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So, She's just deep. I don't know. Yeah, Zona's as she she battle tested, so she looking like yeah, niggas die every day, B. But I mean, that ain't it's fucked up that we've that we normalized to this shit though. Like I'm not, but you know, like this like this shit happen all the time. But,
0: I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't be normal to it what is happening every day in the hood since I've grown up. Don't you get one right. or two. I didn't say make it right. I said it happens. That's a part of life. They said one thing is for certain two things for sure. Everybody lives. I mean, everybody, not everybody lives, but everybody's going to die. Now, how you die is the question. But far as this mental health, the thing with that is what you don't, people don't realize is it takes a long time to get a therapist. It takes a long time to get the right therapist. It takes a long time to even get an appointment for a therapist. So even if he was dealing with this for a month or two or three, even if he wanted to get into a hospital, them bears a fool. Mm. I've worked the psych wards. I've been to the psych ward. I've mm. seen my children in the psych ward. And I'm telling you, it you might think it helps, but I'm gonna be honest with you. If you've been in it, sometimes it does not help, and sometimes it's worse than you having to deal with it in your own head. Because these people maybe 40 years ago, maybe they care. These people now look at you as just a number and a bed space. Talking to a therapist is not that great like y'all think. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I know people say, oh, I talked to a therapist, and so have I. I'm going to tell you one thing I felt. I felt judged more going in than before I went in. I felt hey. you looked at me like a test book more versus than a person. You tried hey. to give me the same scenario you gave Joe Smoke before me, and that's not me. If I told, if he told her, I'm thinking about killing my kids. Oh, why do you want to kill your kids? Oh, that's not a good thing. But you're not getting to the root of the problem. And they don't have that type of time because their caseload is higher than what it used to be. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to say that what he did was right. But I'm also going to tell you, I don't think it's, an, it's not enough therapists to help out these people to have these problems. Whatever she did will not change in his mind. No therapist is going to be able to change his mind in a matter of days, weeks, or months. It'll take a lot of intense therapy because what she put him through, we don't know. We can only imagine. We don't know what he happened before this girl. We don't know how much she did. The brother said she gave me STD. We don't even know what kind of STD she gave him. That could have that could have amped up his mental. We don't know.
1: Yeah, I agree. But well, he should have beat up. Hell. He should have slapped the hell out of her. Beat up whoever she gave her STD. I mean, I, I, I don't condone violence upon women everybody. But, you know, those who... Uh, Need to be judged, need to be judged, whether whatever the gender may be. But uh, just you know, hitting them, hitting them kids was just that that was a little bit of a low blow, in my opinion. So, don't I hate I don't want I don't want you know this to cover over our season finale because it's supposed to be a great, joyous moment. But people in the world ain't shit and they make things like this happen that we have to discuss sometimes just to get some context on it. So, unfortunately. Have you seen anything lately in the news that you want to talk about before we get to our main conversation? I know you'll be looking at stuff. You'll be seeing some stuff. Somebody out there out of line that you want to talk about.
0: Who? Uh, I've, literally, I've seen a lot. But over mm. the last couple of weeks, everything is pretty much has been centered around uh, domestic violence. It really mm. has. But mm. one thing I did see today that I thought was, very interesting. Before we get to the main topic, a young lady that uh posted a video online where she was singing, but she had literally no teeth at all. None. And, yeah, people yes. were making fun of her, and, and somebody made a little video and, and joked about it, and everybody got offended. But the thing was, I guess her story went to be she got into a, um, she was attacked and raped, and they knocked all her teeth out. Wow. So she's literally she's a young girl beautiful young girl but i thought it was interesting how read the topic and i mean reading it and seeing that people were coming down on a, on a content creator because um he made a video about it and it was oh um how the story went was oh you shouldn't have made this video it needs to be taken down because she uh she went through something tragic here's my thing Mm -hmm. When you post a video, whether you went through tragedy or not, you open yourself up to be ridiculed. No matter what the criticism Mm -hmm. is. You're opening yourself up. I'm quite sure you knew that when you posted that video without your teeth, that people were going to come at you. Whether it was make fun of you or sympathize with you and everybody went like, oh, you wrong. I'm not wrong for saying that. I feel like... If I post a video of me right now with all my gut hanging out Showing you a, a visual of me trying to lose weight With everybody on my page, no, I do mm. I know I'm already open up for the ridicule I'm already open for somebody to say Oh, that gut is not attractive Guess what? Mm. I knew that when I put it on video But that's my right. choice
1: but you, you're Right, right, right
0: So, I mean, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it It was an interesting topic that I did see earlier
1: I, I agree So, the thing of, What resonates with me, what you said is So, when you put something out Visual, right? Nobody knows the backstory of it. You know, nobody knows anything. People know exactly what they see in front of them. So we know this is the generation of trolls, jokesters, online gangsters, you know, all that, clout chasers, people looking for likes and shares and viral, you know, the next viral hit. So going until online, people going to either assume you drink, you, you atten- uh, see attention, uh, seeking attention uh you know or doing something out there to make to, to be funny or they're gonna be, to be savage because people are savage online so you got to know the game before you get in the ring you know what i'm saying you can't start playing the game before you get in the ring mm-hmm. so if like like i said if i know i, I put a picture online of me looking ashy I know somebody going to say something about my elbows not being greased or my feet not being greased or my knees not being greased, even though I'd be like, man, it could have been a bad day. And I just wanted to just take a picture, you know, but people going to point those things out and you set your you put yourself out there on a pedestal to get criticized. And that's cool if you it don't bother you or, you know, you don't have to say nothing about it, but people let those things bother them. They go defend themselves and doing all that and taking it to heart. And that's that's the problem. You know, people that don't know you uh, are affecting you and how you are. You know, that's why I'm it's crazy you said it because outside of, uh, you know, outside of just this, this podcast, I don't give people a lot of personal details on my Instagram or Facebook about anything that's going on because they just fucking nosy. Damn, they, they just fucking nosy anyway. You know, I, I put memes and jokes and stuff like that, but you don't know me. You, like you'll never know me unless you talk with me, you know. So, because I know people take face value for what they put online, so that's part of the, that's a part of the business. I understand that part of the business, and I think that that's what something she should have understood as well.
0: So, but I'm quite sure she. I'm quite sure she did. My mm-hmm. thing was, like I said on social media, you see the negativity in it. I see the positivity in it because if she didn't put herself on social media, she might not be able to get her teeth fixed for free. Somebody online can take pity on her and say, hey, this girl's teeth has been through the wringer. Let me help her out. And I believe somebody reached out to her and said, mm-hmm. hey, my friend is going to do her teeth for free. Now, if she never put herself out there on social media, it would not have been possible. But my thing, like I, told the, like I told the young woman, I said, the thing is here, you open yourself up for these kind of things. I said, you can't tell somebody, a content creator, to what he can and cannot post. We have two choices in life, comment or keep it moving. You can either comment or keep it moving, but you cannot come on somebody else's page and ridicule them for what they post. His job is to create content to make people laugh, whether he knows her backstory or not. Like I said every day, you think Beyonce wants somebody making fun of her kids all day, every day, but you do it. You think Kim Kardashian wants somebody talking about her relationship with her husband, but you did it. But you want to worry about somebody because they were raped or backstory. Everybody has a backstory, baby. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I have a backstory about why I got gut, but that don't mean you care about my story about why I got all this gut. I could mm-hmm. sit and tell you all day long how many C-sections I had, how much mm-hmm. depression I went through, but do you care? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my point is, that's what you open yourself up for. I do it all day long, but I had to get used to being able to be take the ridicule because whether you see me in the street with my gut hanging out or you see me on, on social media with my gut hanging out, one way or another, you're going to talk about.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true that's that's true and you know you got to like i said you got to understand the arena before you get in there and before you get in there. you can't go in there expecting to the change the rules i do agree with you she probably wouldn't have got the help if she didn't as a contemplator, put that out there never know who could see it you know I, she hey yes hey if you if you comfortable sharing yourself that's, that's that should be all that matter is you yeah. you know it's, 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 it's you but you can't <laughs> you can't go out there thinking i'm gonna put something out there and then people ain't gonna throw stones people will throw stone uh, people will throw stones. something that is perfectly fine and perfectly right people will do it all the time so uh anyway moving along this is a very prolific final episode so i'm quite sure this topic is gonna have to be super prolific as well so this is, as we start the season, I believe we start the season with Zone starting to choose the topics, then I, and vice versa, me, me and her back and forth. So, in all respect, we're going to close this season with Zone's said topic, uh, of what we're going to talk about today. So, Zone, first of all, what we're going to talk about, and why do you feel this is important to talk about?
0: It's because it ties into what we were talking about before, about the young man, and, um, and, uh, and his mental about him killing his girl. It ties mm. into, I don't want to, I can't, like I said again, I can't speak for other races because we have a higher rate of certain things that other races don't. And I was trying to, we talked about this before, but I noticed that this has become a kind of a touchy subject. But I reason I'm touching on it more so again is because I've been watching, um <sighs> what's his name? What is the young? Hold on, stand by. I'll tell you his name in a minute because I, was just, I had just finished watching it. Um, a rapper? I guess that's what you want to call him. I don't know none of his music, but if you say so. I don't uh Blueface. Oh, I you have been in. following. yeah Chris
1: Chris, 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 rock,
0: Chris. Chris on rock. Chris on rock. Yes. Chris- My yeah. whole thing being is. Toxic relationships. I've been watching this for like maybe a month or two now, and I'm literally gonna say we as Black people seem to always say we want a good relationship, but we always stay in toxic relationships. We are always, always gravitating more towards the toxic relationships versus the good relationships. And they are my prime example. There's, there. I was trying. I was reading on more. So why do we as Black people tend to choose very, very toxic relationships because she—I mean, literally—I watched the video the other night when she she beat him. I mean, she really knocked him out in the goddamn club in front of everybody. Now we say men not supposed to hit women, but I mean the way she pieced him in that club, that was literally like if I was a guy, I probably would have did one of those. What's the dude to smack this girl in the elevator that time? I probably would have hit her season. like that. Right right. I probably would have hit her like that if I was a guy. Because the way she did him in that club, walked away and just I mean, I don't know if he was cheating, da 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 da. But he made a comment. He posted a whole video about Charlie, what does it take for you to leave me? How much do you want for me to let make you leave in this relationship? She won't go. So who's at fault at this point for the toxic relationship because he offered her to leave. She has yet to leave out. He can't put her out because she's been in his house so long. It's a process to it. You can't just put somebody out like you could 20 years ago. Now you have to put paperwork in in place. As long as there are videos of her in your house for more than 30 days, you have to put paperwork in order to put somebody out your house now.
1: you You said whose fault it is, right?
0: Yeah, whose fault really is it at this point?
1: It's women's fault, duh.
0: Wait,
1: what? It's women's fault.
0: Explain.
1: Allow me to uh yes, go in Kevin. depth.
0: depth.
1: Go in. <laughs> God me. Yes, we're still here, my brother. Uh anyway. I'm gonna say why it's women's fault. And this may be not a popular opinion, but um I say that because I think about it, man. I think about it and in today's society and in life in general, right? The woman the woman decides a lot. The woman has a lot more power than uh, the man do when it comes to male-female relationships. Now, a man has naturally has the power. He, you know, he has the masculinity, you know, the testosterone, all that stuff like that, the dominance, whatever it is. But women, who I, I saw an article that said that uh, I don't know if it's true or not. I can't say it was a true true or not, but it was one of the quotes in the articles or whatnot that said that women. Tend to get bored with a with a stable man, you know, like a man that they, they 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 feel like they're bored, you know, a man that goes to work, comes home, you know, goes on a date, you know, provides, do you know, do the same blue collar shit, um, and they they were, they were you know you know the young kids go around like doing the, doing the surveys or whatnot, people on the street. And it was like, okay, how many of you have dated somebody like future? How many did somebody like like Russell? It was 70% of the women that said they dated somebody like future. And you're like, why? They said, Oh, it's exciting it's exciting. Oh, it's this and that. So my my opinion is women are choosing excitement, well what they call excitement, uh, you know, over stability. And then once they feel like the excitement little flare is over. They want the stability and the stable dudes are already clocked out on that. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that's my that's my opinion. So like, because then nobody wants you after you had you all your fun and then your best life already. Nah, man. They want like it's it's different levels, right? Like there are lames out there. There's lames out there in male and female community, right? But then there are some actual stable guys who. They not just super wild now. They got a, like a little bit of a compass where, you know, they do they they do them, but then they ain't just way out there. Then just done. This way out there, you know, what I'm saying like they don't respect you, don't they put you through hell, blah blah blah. But for some reason, women think that's exciting. People gonna keep on doing it, you know. Like I'm not saying like I'm like a a, a staple a stable guy, right? Like somebody stable coming home may have an argument or two, but you know they don't. No, nothing big, nothing crazy. That's not toxic right there. That's normal people living together. I'm talking about somebody who's habitually mistreating you. You know what I'm saying? And you found you some way twist this to be a a turn on. I don't know, bro. Like I think that's I think that's on the women on that one, man. Because a man, (laughs) this is this is me from my guy code right here too. Like a man if he can't brag to another man about what he doing to a woman or what she let him do, it ain't really much to him. Men are territorial. Men like to show off and men like to claim, you know what I'm saying? So if a woman is adding to a man's status so he can show off in front of other men, yeah, he going to, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if a man wants a woman as an asset to show off, I don't care what, I don't care what you, that's why I like people be like, Oh, why do the pretty girls get get cheated on us like that? Nah, man, because if you're improving that man's life or supporting that man's life in a different way, you know what I'm saying? Like banging, like banging sex, you cooking for them, respecting them, whatever like that. Men want that. A lot of men want that. And they don't care about all of the, a lot of men. I say all men. I say all men. A lot of men want that. A lot of men want that. And some of the, and, and I'm, let me say a lot of men. All men want that. But all men don't appreciate, all men don't appreciate it. All men don't appreciate it. Every man wants that. If a man could be a dog and still get that good woman treatment, they they would, they would still would. You know what I'm saying? But the fact of the matter is, the keys to the Bentley, the keys to the to the Mercedes, that's in a woman's hand. I just think that there's that so many women, and it's and it's men too. But it's so many women that it's not a big enough populace of women that draw the line like nah motherfucker you ain't you ain't about to do this shit to me you know or you know what I'm saying like that's the problem and dudes gonna keep on doing that because it'd be it could be pretty girls, attractive girls, whatever. They love toxicity. They love that getting hit. They love, you know, being embarrassed and stuff like that. And it's you know like I feel like women can walk away. Not everybody can walk away, but I feel like a lot more women could walk away that have not walked away. So I'm blaming women on that one. Y'all taking the L for that one. I'm not saying these, these ancient human beings aren't to be uh no, no, the male counterpart aren't to be blamed. However, the women set the tone. They are, yes, the men are a hundred percent responsible. I I agree with that. They They are fucked up on that level, but the women, women are allowing that. Women are allowing that. Women are, Invi- in- inviting, inviting that And then they try to pull the I'm a victim card afterwards Nah bro it's too late at that point You already you not know, already Cash or check in Ain't no refunds
0: Are you serious You mean? want me to sit here and blame women For you guys creating toxic relationships
1: no, 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 no. Okay, so I created the Toxic Playership, I created the monopoly board. But guess what you did. You said, "Give me my five hundred dollars. Give me my dice. Give me my piece. I'm gonna play the game." You could have got up from the table and said, "Fuck that game. I don't want to play that game." But y'all play the game. I don't care who created it. You was involved in it, and you stayed in it, and you like it. Some twisted fantasy, you like it, and you stayed in it, and you have a little bit of fun here and there, and keep it in the loop. Can't blame. You can't blame the person that created it because they didn't force you in there. You stayed in it.
0: Yeah, you can. Let me say, there are many reasons why women stay in toxic relationships. Why? I, for one, can say this. One thing I've learned about being a woman. Women think they can fix a man. Women think they can change a man. Women think, and I'm talking about Black women, because again, I can't speak on other races, because I'm Black. But I, one thing I've learned about us and Black men, I don't know it's white women to date Black men too to try the same thing. You, we think that we can give y'all love that y'all felt, we felt y'all didn't get in a previous relationship by your parent or by that you thought that you're supposed to have. We feel like you're supposed to have. We stay by support. Reason why we were taught that it's black women to stand by our men. That's yeah. one thing. Yes you have. Ansectors uh, of all yes you have. I've
1: you, seen it. you also, no, no no you, oh, you want some fundamental old school stuff. It's not, these it's hoes not. nowadays. These Wait a minute though
0: it's just not that's not really true we're you saying fundamental what i'm saying is that's what's been taught to us as we were growing up even the ones now have been taught the same things by their parents to stay in that relationship try to make it work because he's the father of your kids Y'all have been together seven, eight months. He's already manipulated the situation. He's made her feel like he loves her when he really doesn't. He's, he's bought her stuff because he signifies love with material. Like I said, there are several, there are many divine factors that you can't blame on women. Men manipulate the situation based off materialism, stability, lack of love. Lack of fathers in the household. There are so many different reasons why women stay in this relationship. Look at that young girl. That's a beautiful young girl. That girl is beautiful. She could probably have any man she wants, but she's unstable. She's unstable to the point where if you look at her household, you'll see a lot of different things about her that you go like, yeah, I see why she stays toxic. She grew up in Baltimore. She's seen it her whole life, so it looks normal.
1: Yeah, but... (laughs) That ain't no excuse. That ain't no, that, that ain't no excuse for, you know, women, first of all, women, women is toxic, too. We ain't going to just make it seem like the men's toxic. That's one situation where Blueface and that girl, yeah, he's a little more toxic than she is. But let's not, let's not act like in the 2000s, I ain't going to say 1990s, maybe like the 2000s, the 2000s started. It's been all this get back from women, thinking they can do like men. You know what I'm saying, and, and 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 get men back and all stuff like that, and the gain and the gain and change. You know what I'm saying, where where women get men back and stuff like that. Women dogs too. Roof roof, uh, roof roof roof. So the toxicity. When I say toxicity, I can't blame it. I can't blame it specifically on men because some women are toxic too. You, have you seen some? Have you seen some videos where like women be beating the shit out of dudes? That's it it, if that was vice versa, it'd be a problem. That's toxic too. It's just a mental. What did they
0: learn it from though? Thing was, they learned it by household traits. Like I said, if your father beat your mother, you think that's how things are supposed to go. And whether you're a girl or a guy, you're either going to do what your father showed you or whatever man is in the household showed you. Or you're going to take whatever that man showed you the opposite way. Women that have grown up in an abusive household think it's okay to beat the man because they see that as a signifying love. Or she's going to take those ass whoopings herself because she thinks that's what's going to keep the man home by letting the beat on her. A lot of this does involve y'all. A lot of this men step away real easy and don't want to take responsibility, yeah, because
1: we tired. Black men are tired.
0: We, oh, we wow. talk, we talk.
1: Oh. <laughs> so, let me say, as far as top, as far as toxic relationships, when I say what side male or female is guilty, right? I will give a firm 55% to men and 45% to women.
0: No, I'm going with seventy-five percent men and twenty-five percent women.
1: And you are tripping. You are delusional, and you are taking up for women dishonestly. I'll say that because <laughs> you know darn well. ain't know twenty-five percent is boy. First of all, look at just look at social media, right? All of the thirst traps and stuff, all the stuff like that, you're not inviting any kind and, you know, uh, uh, nice and gentlemen and Family men, when you are twerking and shaking your ass all day on the online, no, you attracting pimps. You attracting players. You know what I'm saying? You attracting people. I mean, everybody like ass, but still, you know what I'm saying. But like, you attract. You know who you attracting when you throw it out there. So don't tell me when you get a toxic relationship because just the way you got him, that's the bait you gave to him. So don't give me that. Oh, why is he so toxic? Because all I did was shake my ass, and that's why he want to talk to me. So what you think you want to do? Come on now. So that's what women do. That if if all if all women just shared things that were so wholesome and you know and and peaceful, men don't have nowhere to, to escape to outlet that to. But the fact of the matter is, everybody wants to you know jump in and out of that 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 whole that whole bunny suit. You know, mm. and that's, and that's that's the problem. That's the problem. Hey, I like a pro. Hey, you, if, you be, if you're gonna be who you are, be who you are. But you can't you can't play both sides of the fence. It's it's something that come with both lifestyles, and that's just the truth. You know what I'm saying? And the thing the thing I will say about black women is they always think that it's gonna be some hero toxic story, like they're gonna be the toxic couple to overcome. All of the bullshit And it's no success stories You can't tell me no Couple that has like Overcame toxicity That they just Completely healthy Bobby and Whitney no, Nobody They they all fail But people yet still think In their mind I'm gonna be the couple The power couple That's toxic And still Come on top That's the problem It's a fucking illusion They They They, they, they Deceived I sound like Malcolm X now
0: yeah, but there are different levels of toxicity, though. That I, I, to be honest with you, I, I I I like a I like
1: a sprinkle of toxicity. I don't like nobody, you know, because I feel like, in my opinion, nobody's gonna always just see out of out every single thing, three sixty five every day of the month, every year, you know, uh, uh, of the decade or, or whatnot. So. I know it's gonna be some bad days. I don't even contribute them bad days to toxicity. I just, I'm, I call it toxic because it's not what you should be shooting for. But people who normalize and uh, make toxic, being toxic, a everyday, regular thing, that's a problem.
0: Of course. I mean, it is. But like I said, watching what I see on TV, just her prime example, you went with Bobby and Whitney. Uh mm-hmm. we can use R. Kelly, for example. Mm-hmm. He 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 he's toxic. Well he deals in toxic relationships. He deals in, in toxic relationship with women that, that have problems coping. You have Dame Dash. He deals in toxic relationships because he's dealing with women that have problems coping. Irv Gardy, oh God, irritating as hell. He's he alone. toxic in himself. Yeah, he's, he's he is alone. very toxic. He's dealing and he's the reason why another prime example, why safe toxic relationships blame on men. You're creating toxic relationships because for one, you were married and you, then you talk about the girl, the mistress, like you're mad. So you're creating a toxic environment for women that have to go beyond after him and find another man and hope to not have that same toxic trait. So did, again,
1: I think he just salty. He just he, he like that's the lamest shit ever. Like what he doing right now is just, it, it's like that's good That's some he need a red fucking clown nose on, you know what I'm saying? I think he just salty. He did like Shanti ain't said a word about this man. He talking about some some ass he didn't got thirty some forty some years ago. Nigga get over it. Like what do you what like what are you doing besides trying to bring and tear her down? The, now he's now he is one of them in the 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 fifty five percent. I'm talking about. You know, he's he's one of those. You know he's he's one of those like he's a lame he's super lame. If I whatever Charlamagne say dunky of the day, all he all left. That man is a goofball. He is a goofball for that. Like cause it's it's unprovoked. She ain't saying nothing about him. It's unmerited. So like that woman on your mind. All these years later. And the first thing you can think of, instead of you congratulating her, putting something positive out there about her, because obviously she, she got a fucking hold on you mentally. You could, you try to bring her down and talk and, and try to embarrass her publicly. Like, what the fuck is that, man? Like that's that's lame, man. Like it's lame. Like if anything, if he would, if he was so in love and felt so good about her, he would say something like, Man, that was that was such a fun time in my life. She was so much joy to me or whatever. You know, uh, you know, we did so much crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Give us some props. But you gonna shouldn't try to rip her down and, and go super intimate and personal about some shit that you did got thirty years ago. And then get your goofy ass out of here. Like, that's just that's why I said, and that, it's one thing that Gilly the kid said. Gilly a little crazy, but I do like this line. We said, money can't unlay a lane. Like, a lot of men be thinking because they got some money now, and you're going to say something, and everybody's going to disagree with the shit. No, that's some clown ass shit. If somebody broke said that, or somebody really said that, is a clown for that. And a lot of people's mentalities, a lot of people's mentalities is they think the more success they get, and I'm going to say stupid shit And everybody going to agree with it Because nobody Sees past my money Or my success No you, you, you're you a goofball You're a goofball You're an asshole And you're a goofball uh, That's how I feel about it I, I really don't care for him Like that That Now if you want me to Cross off to the other side And be against some men Like that was some Clown shit right there I don't agree with that at all I think that's the epitome of petty The epitome of desperate And like Is he even still married right now? No Yeah that's probably why He going to stay his ass divorced too Like any other future women seeing that, ain't nobody gonna wanna fuck with him. I think he know that. Like who gonna who like if that's how you do people in the past, who, who gonna wanna fuck with you? Nobody. So he probably gonna just bow women for the rest of his life. Which is that that's what he content with, that's cool, but like you ain't get nothing genuine, bro. Like, I, don't, I don't I don't get it, man. I don't I don't get it. Yeah Gotti, you a you a you a loser. You a loser, Gotti. If uh, you ever hear me.
0: I mean, exactly true, but that's my whole thing. That's what I'm saying. You, I just use each person as an example of a different type of toxic. You got Diddy. Diddy's a toxic person because he's a manipulator. He's another one that, that did what he did on TV, which I still say was some clown-ass shit. Regardless, she, Salty proved my point of what I say, we think we can change a man. This brother, everybody know he's a hoe. This brother got on TV and literally thanked the broad that the one that got married and had two kids with a personal trainer who makes less than him, which says a lot about money and, and love. And then... This girl is holding up a sign supporting him, which is toxic because instead of you saying I'd like to thank the girl that came and supported me tonight, not saying my girl, but the girl. But you you want to thank Cassie like this girl ain't holding up a sign for you. So you created another toxic, a different type of toxic environment because you gave her the kind of toxicity that women still deal with. She can't change that, man. Diddy going to be uh-huh. Diddy for the rest of his life. Now look at him. You see him out here with this foreign girl. I don't know, Chinese, whatever she is. So you gave her a talk to relationship that another man has to pick up the pieces for. So I'm saying that's some clown ass shit, too.
1: So, so who do you think are the better manipulators, men or women? Without being uh, biased. Without being biased.
0: Men are better manipulators. Because so? they they have more of an upper hand and leverage than a woman. Women can have sex or pussy all day long, but men have more of, they have more advantage because there are more women than men. So he can play her mentally like, you know what? I can leave today. I'm going to go get Teresa tomorrow. I can go get Nikki the next day. But I'm going to say again, I'm just using it. But Kim can't say I'm going to get John, Nick, and, and Jimmy because that's not manipulating his mind. He knows he has more than what she has. There are more white women, there are more Hispanics, there are more Chinese, there are more whatever color women that black men have access to. And again, I keep saying black because I can't speak for no other race. This is based off what I see in my own community. But you see the women, she has very scarce because very few black men want to date black women. So she has less leverage than he has. So he can manipulate the situation any way he wants. If she says the day tomorrow it's over with, he going to call up five. If they have to call up 10 girls, at least 7 out of 10 are going to give them some. She called up 5 guys. Only 1 out of 5 is going to take her seriously. Everybody's just going to fuck. He can have 1 woman for every day of the week and still be good. She's only going to get 1 black man out of 5. She's not going to probably chance on male may not can score a uh, 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 Hispanic or white because most of them don't try to date outside their race like we do. Like black men do. That's why I say men have a better chance of manipulating the situation and forcing her to stay. He going to tell her who wants her. And they already said it. Kevin Samuels already told you. Don't nobody really want the black woman. He's already made that clear. They're not enough. He already told you the big woman is not attractive. He already told you the uneducated ain't attractive. He done told you the woman with five kids ain't attractive. He done told you enough to make her think that she has nothing to offer. She's not a high-value woman. So the brother going to let her know, you ain't really high-value, sweetheart, blah, blah, blah. But a hustler, street dude, good guy, guy with 500000 he still has more leverage than her. She can have a good a decent job, but he still has more leverage. He has more leverage because everybody wants the black man. Every race of woman wants that thug black man. Every race of woman wants that DMX. Every race of woman might want a Diddy. Everyone wants a future. Every woman wants a Jay-Z, ugly or not. They all they want one of those things. But no nobody want a woman with five kids, body all used up, she got plastic surgery, weave in her hair, you know, use her hands, you move her neck. Nobody wants that. So when you say who has a better chance, the brother does.
1: He has a better chance, but women, women have some of a, some emotionally manipulation emotional manipulation as well. Women have the, where they have the advantage, but that would have to take a man to have to allow emotions to get tough. But I feel sometimes I do feel like men are more emotional than women. I, I think so in today's society, in today's society, because it used to be the flip opposite, you know, but I, today it's a lot of men that, that's why, like, if you think about a lot, of, even, and not to bring this, I, hope, I hate to bring this back up, but even with the brother that uh that killed his kids and stuff, that was an overwhelm of emotions that he that made him do that. You can't say, you can't say it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, men are a lot more emotional today than back before, and maybe it's not that they... Because I want to say, like more emotional or softer today, they don't carry it as well as men back in the day did. So that's why I say
0: emotional or mental is a difference.
1: Both. When I say because 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 emotions overwhelming of emotions can 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 push you mentally to do something that you probably don't really want to do. Because you're not thinking with your brain, you're thinking with your feelings, and whenever you're in your feelings. And whenever you're thinking with your emotions, you end up doing something that sometimes you might regret. Somebody will shoot, they'd they be so mad at somebody, they'd shoot somebody, and they'd like, shit, I just killed this whoever, man, woman, or whatever. But they, ain't, they wasn't really that mad, but they was mad at that in that moment. And I'm, all the only reason I'm saying today's society, why well, I say that women have, have a little bit more power in today's society, is because men are more emotional, and they, they don't know how to control it, and women can manipulate that. You know, what I'm saying I'm not saying every woman does, but women can manipulate that because these guys don't know how to control their emotions nowadays. And back in the day, men had emotions, but they they buried them and hid them. You know, what I'm saying so they would have mastered like you know, player you know, smooth like that. But I feel like women have a lot a lot more advantage nowadays because men are more emotional, and not the good. Not, not the good emotional, not not the good emotional. Now the good the good emotional is what, what women want. So I remember when we talked about their previous episodes to be vulnerable, to be transparent, to to care. Nah, these niggas just mad, just <laughs> jealous, mad, hating. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 petty. You know what I'm saying I'm Trying trying to embarrass people You know what I'm saying they're like That's the emotion they're showing It's the wrong emotion they're showing If, if that makes sense I You might not agree with this But this is my assessment Based on seeing Because I kind of grew up In both generations Because like all right, I think we said this A million times And I'll say a three times Like I, I like the, 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 the Old school black historians Malcolm X's And all those stronger You know Kind of stature men you know, intellect, you know, they can they can get you with some smooth words, intellectual words, and all that more so than some some Jordans or some or some gear or some fake Louis or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So my, my point my point of that is saying that I feel like the the the, uh, the way men represent themselves emotionally nowadays is a lot more weaker. Not all men, but a lot more men than before. And that's why maybe women don't have The advantage of Manipulation of power but that is If they want to take over That's where they can get these men Every every man being People being their feelings off of social media You ever thought about that Men be up their feelings on social media In their feelings
0: But I still say women's, Men still have that advantage as well because I think it's
1: slight men. I think slight
0: I think it's, like I said, it's, it's a sliding curve with that because men are, men women are still way more emotional than men. They, it may seem like it when we see on social media, but women are still way more emotional than men because, again, women carry their heart on their sleeves. Men are more visual. Women are more emotional. Women tend to, like, get angry over the basics, but men still have the leverage of manipulating the mind. Regardless, even if. He does have the emotions where he's on TV crying, like the young brother you just talked about. It's a difference between the emotions and the mental emotions. Is everybody? Let's just say all of us are bipolar to some degree. Everybody, no, no, everybody has a bipolar speak moment.
1: For your, speak for
0: yourself. Everybody has a bipolar moment. Whether you hey, cry t- over something simple or whether, again, let me just—you're right. I'm gonna say 99%. Y'all, one percent is a different. But those that, it. those that smoke, those that drink. Those that eat all carry their emotions differently, no matter what. Now, those that drink, they, they wipe away their emotions with liquor. Those that eat gain weight from emotions. But men can still play on that. He'll watch. He, he keep, he keep his girl eating every day so he can go cheap with a skinny bitch down the street. He would manipulate that mind so bad that he oh, done, no. he done talked her down from her beauty. Oh, you ain't got to get like I'm gonna give you. Let me give you a couple examples I've seen. Oh, you ain't got to lose no weight. You good? Or oh, then he're coming in, there, damn. Why you wearing that outfit? What you putting that on for? What you need to do that? What she go do? She take the outfit off. He never says why. He just manipulates the mind. She start eating, so she done picked up forty pounds in a her, her one year in the relationship. She picks up forty pounds. Guess what? He done. She sleep with Skinny Tamika. Don't no man want no skinny woman. She eat, 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 trying to give him what he says he want. She's cooking all that food. Then she sitting there eating all that food. He's doing everything but exercising with his wife. But he's sleeping with the skinny girl down the street. Whenever you see most dudes cheat and, when she, and whenever you see the girl he's cheating with, it's never enough like the woman he's with. Bertha gained all this weight while he's sleeping with Tamika. He done fed her mind so much negativity that she eats herself away. The sister that smokes, I can't speak on the smoking sister. But the sister that drinks and smoke, she's walking around emotions that men have given her whole life. It starts at home with your daddy. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I tell you all the time, my father never says anything good to me, never says yeah. anything useful to me, never says I love you, never gives a hug, never says you're beautiful. He never said any of that. As I grew up competing with a sister, not purposely competing, but competing without realizing. I grew up eating. Eating because emotionally he you the mind was manipulated because without the lack of love, I didn't know how to deal with stuff. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So every dude I got with behind that, he, he fed me whatever he needed to feed me. And I say this because my whole 20 years of relationship, I ate my way through a whole relationship because there was a lack of love. Yeah. There was a lack of trust. There was a lack of different things that started in my household. So when I say men have a bad advantage, when you don't tell your baby girl she's beautiful as much as she needs to hear it, you don't tell her she can be anything she want to be. You don't tell her not to do this, not to accept that emotionally her mind is already broken that's Mm. just my opinion this is just based off my kids I tell my daughter she's my daughter's beautiful every day if you see me post my baby girl every day she got her hair in a little afro first thing I say to my baby girl is black girl power baby that chocolate is everything you're beautiful you can rock your natural don't let nobody tell you different I say it to both my daughters so mentally I expect no dude to carry my daughter anything less than she carry herself because emotionally you can't break what ain't broken If that dam has one crack, it can keep cracking until the dam bursts. But if you keep that dam healthy and clean, that dam will never break. Keep that shellac going, ain't never going to break that dam. And I want to make sure my daughters know that being dark skin does not change your beauty. So no guy can break you, hopefully mentally, as long as I keep you lifted. So that's why I say guys have an advantage because it starts at home.
1: I agree. I agree. agree. Uh, You have a a daughter. You should know. Uh, hold on <laughs> that wild child anyway but <laughs> but but yeah so i i i do agree with that but you know even even when you do some of that stuff man it don't always pan out like that man so it's no it's no one tell one off for all situations but i can't agree majority of those uh situations do kind of are in the men and are in the man's favor I, I can agree with that, and it does start. It does start at home. Um, we we for us as a race, we are, we it's like we we are seeking family and healthy relationships so hard, but we probably got some of the, some of the worst ones ever. But we always act like this is our goal. You know what I'm saying? We are we we are goal driven people. We always got these high goals, but we ain't ne- like people. Ne- I, be, I I think some people like to just say they have goals and say they have goals. Like they don't really be on that shit for real. They comfortable. Where they 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 comfortable where they are. Like, and I'm and, I, and I'm not being funny here. This is probably gonna sound very very insensitive, but I, maybe maybe it's not. I think some people don't want to live move out the hood. Like even if they gave them a better commu- a better community, they don't want to move out the hood. It sounds good to say you want to move out the hood, cause you see rappers saying I'm been out the hood like that. But some people they are content with that. I think I think I saw. I don't know if I don't know if we talked about this or not. But some people be quitting jobs because they don't want to get out their section eight. They want to keep that Section 8. You see what I'm saying? You want to... And I get it. Like, mathematically, yeah, you're going to probably spend a lot of your money, but Section 8 is supposed to be for, like, it's, well, it's welfare, bro. Like, there ain't nothing you're supposed to be proud... Yeah, you're supposed to be proud of. It's probably something to keep you on your feet while you're getting your shit together. Some people want to stay that way. Some people want to stay that way, and I feel like the same way with black people, relationships and stuff like that, too. I want a healthy relationship. I want a healthy family, blah, blah. blah. And when it's dangling in front of their fucking face, they don't even know how to act to make it work. Or or try or try to make it work. You know what I'm saying? Because being toxic is what? It's easier. It's easier to Cause you know why? It's so many toxic people. It's easy to get invested with in somebody toxic. It's hard to find somebody who ain't toxic and you not be toxic too. Cause a lot of people don't want to change themselves. Cause a lot of people are toxic and they used to that and they get somebody who's not toxic. And they'll find every reason for them not to want to try to change because people don't. People don't really want to change. People. It sounds good to say change and growth, generational wealth. All these fucking buzzwords we got. They say all this stuff about generational wealth, right? I bet you a lot of people, black people, don't even have savings. Even we all this information out there, right? They don't save nothing. They don't save nothing. They don't save. Nothing. And they know, as a people, we don't save. Because it's comf- it's e- it's easy to say, oh, I got this high goal and never get it. You, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just trying to change, that's my opinion. That's why I feel like I'm trying. I'm, I'm really trying to think. When we talk about the shit like, why do people stay in this toxic ass shit? I think people want to stay in there They they, they want to stay. They they want to stay in there whether they realize it or not. They're comfortable there, and change something that's different for them. They're afraid of that because they they don't feel they they, they can succeed in that. 'Cause see, when you in talking stuff you get you get you get sympathy. You get sympathy from people. You get that oh we're gonna help you. Now when you somebody getting your shit together, you ain't gonna get you gonna have a different type of help. You ain't gonna get all that sympathy and stuff like that. I think a lot of people been like I don't know if you heard about this syndrome. I think it's a cage tiger or cage lion syndrome. You've been in a fucking cage, you've been in a fucking cage for years and years and years, right? Uh, and you, know, you know a natural uh, a lion or a, a tiger are naturally outdoor you know wild beasts we open up that cage after like five years the tiger or lion don't even want to leave out he didn't forgot yep he, he didn't he didn't forgot what it's like to even be in his natural habitat What's healthier for him what makes him a better lion better tiger he's like nah fuck it man i've been here so long i don't even know how to do it no more. i think that's what we are as a people Cause we got the most, you know, you know we be talking about we got the most love shows, pop. And I'm not going on the other podcasts, but we got so many black people sweating their professionals in love and relationships, sex, you know. And we got some of the most dysfunctional ass fucking shit going around ever, right? So everybody out here they think they're experts, but we got a bunch of experts that ain't. If think about Albert Einstein, right? Smartest fucking math, he can't he can't figure something out. He can't figure out a problem. Like an equation Or something like that So we so fucking smart But we can't figure out How to get ourselves Out of these toxic relationships Cause I don't think We want I don't think we want to It just sounds good It, it, it sounds good That's what I think That's what I think I, I, And I'm not saying For all of us as a whole I'm saying You know When I, when I say us I'm talking about Majority of people I know i am am a I'm a from believing not generalizing everybody all black people not the same all women not the same all men not the same but i'm speaking in general what we see for the most part when i see people crying out and 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 playing victim and stuff like that i don't think they want to be out of that I, i really i really don't what you what you about to say
0: I, I mean, I agree with you. I think I said I told you we've talked about it before. I told you I watched an interesting. I actually watched an interesting study on it, and I'm like I said, I'm not speaking for all people. That's why I said I only speak for what I see in my area, in my general area, and meaning that around it. Coming out of the hood, it's one thing. We're never going to leave the hood because the hood looks fun. It's an excuse to say to be that we're codependent. The same thing with talks relationship. We're the When you're in the hood, you're codependent on the government. That's a toxic relationship because they're in your business. They tell you how to run your life. They tell you who can live in your house. They tell you how much money you can keep in your house every month. They tell your kids what they can and cannot do. We live in a toxic relationship with the government. Everything is a toxic relationship. Now, there was, I told you a long time ago, I think I told you, I I listened to a guy tell a study about fleas. Fleas in a in a cup, a little Petri dish, they would jump and jump and jump and hit their head. They would hit their head every day trying to get out that Petri dish because, you know, what fleas do a lot of jumping. And the guy said they kept the fleas and generational fleas in this Petri dish for, I think, two or three years. Eventually, these fleas got so used to, they got so tired of bumping their heads. They got so tired of trying to jump and can't get out that they taught their junior fleas not to jump. They took the Petri dish off to see if these fleas would jump. These fleas never jump because generationally they were taught, don't jump. Now, these are, these are fleas that you can't see their mouths moving. But these fleas, self-taught, stop jumping because you can't get out the Petri dish. And when they finally took the dish off, these fleas could would not jump higher than a certain level because they knew in their mind that they were taught, we can't jump high because if we jump high, we're going to hit our head. So fleas and this, like I said, these are little fleas, little parasites, pets, whatever you want to call it. If you notice they couldn't jump because generationally they were each taught don't keep jumping. They stopped. And I mean, I literally watched it. They showed you the fleas trying to jump. They did a little video. I wish I could find it. I don't remember where I seen it at. But they showed you the fleas from the time they started experimenting. You kept seeing them jump, jump, jump. They raised the petri dish top just a little bit higher as it went along. These fleas never jumped past that line in which they were taught. Same thing with black people. I say again, started on a plantation. You were taught toxicity on the plantation, light skin versus dark skin, uh, skinny versus small, fat. You were taught big butt versus little butt, big titty, little titty. You were each taught generationally how to live, how to accept certain things. So you never reach beyond the higher heights because it looks so much simpler to stay in your little Petri dish. Now, I'm one. I grew up in the hood. My mother, generational. Me and my sister both. I stayed in it so long that I thought I couldn't see myself out. I said to myself, you know what? This is when I seen a little incident with the fleas. And it made me think. I'm that little flea in a petri dish. I watched toxicity my whole life. I watched my dumbass mother take ass whoopings from men. Men that weren't shit. But she was taught that. She was taught to accept that because that's what she's seen around her. I'm in need of this man. I don't need, I don't want to be alone. So she accepted these ass with them for years and years and years. My mother still accepting the same thing. Like I said, generationally from my grandmother to my mother, I watched them do the same thing. I went with the same thing myself. For one, I told you religion is a big part of it because religious wise tells you to hold on, let God handle it, hold on and pray over it. No, baby, you keep praying over till you're dead and in the grave. If all that prayer didn't work the first two years, baby, you got to stop praying on it. They say those, God help those who help themselves. But people see it as if I'm praying, I'm helping God. Food, what they say, food, faith without works is fruitless. So, what I'm saying is, you see these people that have faith, but what are you working towards? How are you going to get out of it? Even if I died getting out of the relationship, the key word was I tried. But if you stay in that relationship, keep taking those ass whipping, you start getting used to that toxic. So, you taught your girls how to be toxic. You taught your sons how to become toxic. So, what you're doing is keep creating generations and generations of toxic people. So, again, I'm going to use Sierra. I'm going to use because I'm going to give her credit. She jumped out and she saw Future wasn't doing nothing. She jumped out and went on to something better. Now, everybody made fun of her for getting a, a white cloth, Russell Wilson, Christian boy, blah, blah, blah. But they look healthy. I don't know what happens in their household, but they look healthy. But where's Future doing? He's still creating toxicity. He keeps creating it. I'm going to say another one. Nick Cannon. Y'all can, people can congratulate Nick every day. Nick got 10 babies and got three more on the way. That's 13 kids in total. He's creating nothing but toxicity. Why? Because he's creating unhealthy relationships. Ten baby mothers. You don't have enough time for ten baby mothers. Not even in the given ten years. You don't have enough time for ten kids. Not even in the ten given years. But you keep creating toxic environments because you're teaching your kids how to go out and procreate without finding love. Procreate because you can't tell him he love all ten of them baby mamas. Not the way brought pushing out them little jackrabbits. And like I said again, he's creating toxicity. He's creating codependency. These women ain't going to look out, they may have little jobs, but they're not going to work hard at anything because Nick is the provider. He's got to provide for all these kids. So what? You're teaching toxicity no matter how you spend it. You're not teaching healthy relationships by making all these babies. You're teaching your community that, hey, I got money so I can make as many kids as I want. So brother's goal is not to make money to uh, feed his family, family. He's making money to create all these multiverse families. Which is not healthy because you got 10 kids trying to fight for one man's love. You got 10 women trying to fight for the love and the money. You got all these different avenues and brothers that got to come behind. And again, brothers got to come behind and play stepdad to 10 different, different baby mothers. 10 different kids got to go to 10 different birthday parties. Not one household, but 10 different parties in 10 different places. That's toxic. You're not teaching healthy environment. So what you're teaching the next generation is make money so you can have as many bitches as you want. Not women, not wives, bitches. Because that's what you're teaching. Toxic. I agree. I,
1: I have no uh, rebuttals to that one. That's that's a pretty valid point. I feel like that's self-explanatory. To say, at least like, yeah. I mean, and the thing about it, like I, I, I said, it to this game, but. You, Nick is toxic, but he keeps on finding some woman Except, like when you when you was the fifth baby mother, you still like people just keep uh, it's it's equal. I feel like it's I know Nick is the person pushing the babies out and whatever. I mean, not pushing babies out, but you know, initiating the, the unprotected sex it's like that. But he still always find a woman. He probably can find women up to 10, 15, 20 Everybody everybody know about him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like nobody But you, but they, they want a little piece of the pie because they're content with that too. You know, what I'm saying a lot of people. A lot of people are content with stuff, and I, I feel like a lot of people feel like just because they're alive, that's that's the that's a blessing enough. They don't want to improve their lives. They don't want to improve the aspect of their life. They just stop there. I'm alive, so f- screw it. You know, like. And but when you live that way, you're never seeking to get better at anything. You're never seeking to get better at anything. You happy because you coexisting on Earth? Whoop dee whoop doo. You know, what I'm saying like whoop dee doo. But as a person you should always be trying to get better even if it's not even for yourself Even for you to pass on to your to your kids or whoever whoever it might be but mm-hmm. so We, we yeah but, but as we as we close and wrap up wrap wrap up the this season finale I want to have one last topic converse, conversation with you on just as far as how how do you feel with this first season what do you see uh us going in the future, you know, uh, as far as and did you enjoy it? How how did you feel? I, I know I almost feel like routine that we talk so much, you know, to say we that we record so many episodes and, and release so many episodes like that. But how do you feel about it? You know, if you have to look back on it, what you think we need to do better, or what what you think in general?
0: I don't honestly. I don't see in nothing that life is all about improvements, period. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anything that I really say because I'm, I'm terrible with words i'm one of those people that i can talk but never can have a structured sentence that's just me <laughs> that's just how i am but i feel like we've we've done well and i probably think more and more i realize me personally i want to say bring more people on but i like i told you before i find that when we try people are okay to talk to but it just it's not except for the younger brother. He was he, he was fun. He understood Simon. Like, you know how we, we get down. But it's hard mm-hmm. because, like I said, when you did it, people it's more are. Side,
1: it's my side, side piece season.
0: Yeah, that one. I was, yeah. No, that's, I that's like that brother. one.
1: That's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I always get his name wrong so I can shout him out because I can't always get the name wrong. <laughs> but I feel like when we bring people on here, people are afraid to actually speak because they're afraid of being judged they're afraid Mm -hmm. of what what somebody's going to think or say you and i just don't give a fuck i mean you know first i'm trying to limit my curse words but you know no no
1: no, you don't you don't give a fuck that's that's sometimes you gotta say that you know sometimes you gotta put you gotta put that i I said for you
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah i think we do we do well together i mean trying to get people to view is hard because there's so many podcast is out there but you do share it and your friends always say i'm going to watch it nobody ever watches so that is what it is but like i said it's a it's, it's an outlet true. it's like therapy because things that you talk about sometimes it's therapeutic even though it's it may not always be the subject you're thinking on but it makes mm-hmm. you think now i know mm-hmm. next season we said we probably do like our personal opinion on movies that again relate to toxicity black people you know the mm-hmm. things that we see that that even though it's a movie, it plays out in, in it it plays out in real life mm-hmm. so I, I I don't think it's much that I think we have to improve on Nah, really. I mean everything needs improvement, but I think it's about mm-hmm. growth. It's just we I know we always do topics, but I think maybe this season more of a movie thing every year, I think you change the theme, every season may be a new theme. <laughs> who knows, <laughs> but I know right now, I think movies because we watch so many movies that you People, I see white people that do these all the time and they give their opinion on white movies. But I think that, what about the black movies that need opinions too? Real life, realistically, with things that you go like, I know that shit doesn't make no sense. If I would have wrote that movie, I probably would have said this. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where we get our chance to do that at, as black people. Because I haven't yet to see a black person. I've seen a lot of white people that give their opinions on their movies. But I've never seen black people give opinions on movies whether it's black or white. That's
1: true, and I, and I think we still could uh we can still get some guests. it's just i I told you this about you know about the first podcast about Flavin' it original, right I was hoarding guests in and all of them don't fit the narrative sometimes, and when you had an episode, then you're like, dang, I don't have this whole conversation with this person I gotta put it out because i I don't want to waste me and their time, but Sometimes you just not, the energy ain't there. You're not that they're not the type of person. So I'm a lot more selective. We can be selective as well. I'm a lot more selective with who I, with, you know, people. Everybody have good intentions, or they're trying to sell their book, or they're trying to promote themselves. But like, I'm not going to be used for that no more. You know, I want to actually talk to people who fit the narrative what I'm trying to push. Or I feel like I have a conversation, a real conversation with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I feel like the way I, the way I talk and speak, I can speak with anybody. You know what I'm saying? So if you have an awkward ass conversation with me, your ass is awkward for real. Like you for real, you're awkward. Like I can have a high level nerdy conversation. And I can have a hood conversation. You know, I can have the dirty conversations. I can have a woke conversation. You know what I'm saying? I can do all that. So I know I'm pretty versatile. So if I'm having an awkward conversation with somebody, that means your ass is really awkward. Your ass is backwards. So for us, I feel like we, we probably can sprinkle some guests in there. Uh, I still do like, I think our, me and your opinions back and forth really do mesh well together and uh, reviewing movies. I think reviewing movies and how to relate to certain things in life. I think that's something that, that we can do. that will be fun. And also we'll still keep some topics, you know, some spicy topics and stuff so like, though we can get uh, other get other guests in there, but just far and few. I don't, I, I don't, we don't need a lot of voices. I think we've shown that we can be consistent. I, I know we've shown that part, and we've shown that we got a lot of qual. I'm, I think I told you this all the time, well, every podcast episode, it's quality over quantity. If I put out one a month, but every time we put it out, I know that it's a quality episode. I feel like people resonate with that, because the, number, the numbers still go up. The numbers still go up, you know what I'm saying? People still viewing it and, and whatnot, and then we haven't even done all these great giveaways and things we said we was going to do. We ain't done none of that to expose ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We just been... Yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's cool, though, but, you know what I'm saying, so I've I really enjoyed it, you know what I'm saying, I've seen our growth, you know, just talking to each other, we talk about recording, or why we're not recording, or messaging each other, offline, you know what I'm saying, like, it's been cool, you know, uh it's been cool, I, I, I like it, and it, it is therapeutic, you know what I'm saying, because we talk about so much that we even trust each other to talk about real shit amongst each other, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I'm never gonna go on errand. Yeah, I'm never gonna go on air and, tempt and air my dirty laundry or air my personal life and like that. But you know, we always talk about the real shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's a, that's a That's a good. That's some stuff that some people that know each other for their whole lives can't even do. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm
0: saying? So yeah. But I I feel like the guests can actually come on and do the movies with us because we kind of, you kind of like know who your guests are. When you pick the movie and you find a guest, because I mean, I'm telling you, some guests may have a totally different view of a movie than you had. So even if you do still bring on guests, they'll know, hey, this season is uh. Movie season, so we picked this movie. Do you mind giving us your opinion on it? Because I'm telling you, we all have weird opinions on movies. Mm-hmm. Opinions mm-hmm. that you go like, I never thought about that. So mm-hmm. maybe it is fun to get black people or white people, because some white people don't watch our movies. But it would be great to get opinions on, like I'm actually, I'm actually, actually
1: want to see some white people look at some hood ass movies, and I want to hear that's, their what that's what I'm saying. I would.
0: That's what I'm saying. I would love it. if We know that some people don't, but you know, like again, I would love to get my opinion on like poetic justice. Or, you know, Jason's lyric. White people yeah. might see it from their perspective of, hey, they got their own uh, Sweet Home Alabama or something. But I mean, you got to always do black movies. But there are a lot of movies that I think that could take a great opinion that you go like, you know, you get, when we, when you watch, when I say this before we go, I used to sit down and read Roger and Ebert's little, uh, when the papers used to be out, they used to get their little yeah. opinions on movies. And some yeah. of their opinions made no sense at all. You go like, what the hell were they talking about? That was a damn good movie. But their yeah. opinion counted. But you never seen a reviewer be black and give his honest opinion on a movie that, like I said again, Roger and Ebert could go and look at, uh, psh, let's see, uh, uh Candy oh, that was a horrible movie. You go black people like, that shit was funnier than a motherfucker. Oh, that shit was deep as shit. But we only get the white opinion. How about let us view some of these movies and give our opinion on the movies Was it seen boring or not, like Brokeback Mountain. You might go, I ain't gonna watch that shit. But white people did how I many black people didn't want to get their opinion cuz they didn't want to be deemed gay for watching that movie you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i just feel like we're versatile enough that you're not worried about your you're, you're strong in your sexuality you can watch the movie mm-hmm. go like though it was gross i understood you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. i see it mm-hmm.
1: so maybe i think i think the best way for us to go about that while we on our little off time a little off season cause we are going to you know craft the next season maybe we you choose five i choose five we we not gonna know which ones it is but we could choose them because you ain't gotta watch it but just know what movies we want to review you know uh so we and then we can like how we cross-reference each other that'll be our homework to each other you know saying hey this movie and then we can find somebody you know for some for some of them some some of them just me and you and see how, how I go you know it, and it doesn't have to be a movie it can be a tv show like i think i really liked uh, when we did about blackish. I I like I that. It was something. Yeah, I really liked that. I actually watched a lot more episodes than what you gave me because I was so reeled into it. You know what it I'm saying? It was good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I watched it, it made me, it just made me think deeper than what our normal conversation is sometimes. We already be having deep-ass conversations, but that made me think even deeper. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's good, and we can get other perspectives on it, but I think me and you have some pretty decently high-level conversations. We'll still talk about Ratchet shit too, but you know, but we got a little more structure, of other things we talk about too. Showing versatility, I think, is key. Um, cause like I said, it kind of just it ain't turn me off, but it's like everybody want to be a sex expert now, and everybody want to be it. And I'm like, all right, y'all, like it's it's about this many positions, it's about that. We at this point in life, if you ain't fucking hanging off the Eiffel Tower doing some shit, like it's it's so you know what I'm saying, like we we didn't heard and seen everything, you know what I'm saying. The only thing if people look different, People body sizes types are different. That's about it. But I just like hate it Everybody like, oh, I'm freak of the week. I'm, uh, you know, like uh, all right here we go. Here's another one. You know, just you know, what I'm saying. So we still talk about that stuff, which you know, we know people want to hear about that stuff. But our content is not based on just that because that shows that we more than that. Which I feel like those are the best sexual people. People who are open to do, you know, you know, what I'm saying, not just one one thing. You know, what I'm saying. You're right, you, you see, what I'm saying. When we we spoke about that too. I, see I'm in all the episodes. We, we talk about stuff. We talk about some good shit. People out there listening, go back and listen to other episodes. Because I'm telling y'all, we talk about some good shit. We talk about some good shit. But anyway. Um, it's been a enjoyable season. But it's funny
0: though, remember we started this, not to cut you off, remember we started this, it was all about sex and we grew. Mm -hmm. Because remember Mm -hmm. we started this based off of freakiness and Mm -hmm. we realized, like you said, listen every you go like, eh, it's been there, done that. But then Mm -hmm. you start realizing it's a lot of things that we don't discuss in the black community amongst Mm -hmm. our people and other Mm -hmm. people who can Mm -hmm. relate. That's why Mm -hmm. I said it before. Once you start realizing that you have different things to bring to the table, you set your, your podcast apart from other people. Now somebody mm-hmm. gonna hear us say this and believe it or not, somebody gonna try this. Oh, we're gonna start revealing movies because yeah. they heard us say it. Because it's something you don't see happening in a black community on a regular. You don't hear uh, uh, what's called a Breakfast Club view movies. You don't hear that. You don't hear them view uh, TV shows that that really talk to the people. But my thing is, somebody gonna hear us say this and gonna try to beat us to the punch and go, oh, that's what they about to do? Let me hop on it. Let me get myself out there like Kevin Samuels. See what I'm saying? But we (laughs) give our honest opinion, but one thing you can't take is you can't take our opinion from us. You can have your 50,000 opinions on your podcast, but what you're not going to do and whatever movie you view won't be the same views we may have and mm-hmm. that's the whole thing that sets us apart and I said to myself I remember we started out this podcast a year ago almost two years ago talking about sex and you realize you're like yeah I mean don't get it wrong a motherfucker can tell you some I could taste some stuff right. about sex
1: well, we, could, we but- can still talk about it we can still talk about it but we just like it's like we grew out of this that's all we want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had a point in our life where, like, that is a part of life, yes, and we appreciate that part of life, but it ain't the only aspect of life. You know what I'm saying? We said fuck. We said we could talk about sex raw as fuck and x rayed as fuck, so we could talk about anything raw as x x-rayed as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of gravitated to that when we talk about anything, you know, with full opinions. Full opinions i think that that was that showed some growth i believe in how we how we spoke about stuff so i thought it was cool i saw the progress i don't know if anybody saw the progress if y'all didn't fuck if you did fuck if you didn't we know we 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 know what we saw but yeah i think it was it was a good season and next next season is gonna be even better i think we get i think we get much better um i don't even edit as much you know uh with our episodes like that anymore because we know how to have good conversations we've we've got to the point where our conversations are good. All I do is put a little music there, make a little uh, a promo snippet and, and clip it into different, you know, uh, like shorter episodes. Other than that, no, nah, man, I just need the time to do it because it's not, it's not hard, you know, like, so it's, it's that I've seen the growth and it's, 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 cool, man. It's, it's really cool. I really think we, we brought some value to the podcast community, whether they see it or not. We did.
0: <laughs> we came brother and sister, Batman and Robin or Batgirl and Batman. <laughs> we, kid, we we
1: kid, we we kick some ass. We kick some ass. And I definitely think, you know, uh, taking a little break is nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs a break. A lot of people oversaturate over with stuff too. You know what I'm saying? We are human beings. We work. We have life and all that stuff like that, too. So taking a small little hiatus break to come back stronger. Hey, everybody needs to do it. We'll still repost old episodes and stuff like that. for you all to catch up on for people who are just getting on board, you know, and you know take some time to get those creative juices back flowing again. Come back with some even crazier, freakier, really real shit, you know, uh, next season. So I, I think that's a good point. What you think? Well, son, you got to- no. hmm?
0: Is that Bigfoot on your shirt? I've been looking at this shirt for hours. That Bigfoot.
1: This is Bigfoot. And you know what it says? This is when COVID first came out. It says social distancing champion. Stay the fuck away from me with that sickness, people. Because I don't like to get sick. Monkey pox, dookie pox, chicken pox, smallpox. I don't want none of it. I will podcast in my damn room for the rest of my life to not be sick. Cause people are getting too sick out here. <laughs> so I wear these t-shirts to remind myself, stay the fuck away from me. I don't social distance. I'm a social distance for the rest of my life. If I don't know your ass that your ass away from me. It, it, it's so much other things we could talk about. You know, it even happened in in the world. People are just crazy out here, and exposing yourself to people is 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 fucking weird. Uh, it's, it's 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 weird. I, I don't know if you saw. It was like a lady that had a before we closed. I'm not about to get deep into this, but a lady that went out with her husband or her boyfriend for her her birthday saw a napkin, yeah. saw the napkin stuffed in the in the uh, in the car handle, and it was drugged. It was somebody trying to drug her because they probably thought she was by herself trying to drug her. And she went to the hospital and all, that, and they said she had an overdose of fentanyl on her system. Ain't took a a lick, but because she cause she, t- she touched the cloth, a little bit of it. Now she didn't grab it; she touched a little bit of it and got in her system. This is people weird out here, man. I, I'm I'm paranoid. I'm gonna blow blow me somebody away. You come with that sickness, that that weird shit. Like, people was depressed to, you know, like, hurt people. Like, and I'm going I'm to go out swinging. But we don't have That's no proof of
0: that. I know we're not getting deep into We don't have no proof they was trying to hurt her. That person could have been just standing what? by what? her door, stuffed in while they was talking, walked away not thinking. You know how you stand by somebody's car and you kind of, like, be touching it, knowing it's not yours? We have no proof of what they were, their intentions were. People forget a lot of stuff. I'm to put shit on people's windshield and looking for it. They're like, what the hell I do with my damn drink? Forgot to put my drink on your car because I'm talking to somebody. So, again. What? I don't. Why,
1: why, why would fentanyl be on a cloth?
0: I didn't say why the fentanyl was on the cloth. I said we had no proof they was targeting her. I they was saying it, in general. They put it on her.
1: They put on her car.
0: They put it on her car handle is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I touch people's stuff all the time while I'm talking, not thinking. We have no proof it was a targeted towards her. It could have just been a fluke moment is what I'm saying. And second of all, like I said, with social media being what it is, we don't have no proof. That, that could have been her husband not knowing. We have no proof is what I'm saying. I'm not jumping out there saying because, again, we didn't see her walk over to the car. We didn't see the car before she got to it. We only see the snippet of her showing the piece of paper. People do Stuff for clout. I'm not saying she did, but we've seen stranger things. Yeah. That's why the show Stranger Things is popular. But my point is, people will show you something and, and like people that show you, oh, I had a mouse in my food. I didn't see you open up that bag. I wasn't there when you went to the store and bought it. So we have no proof. All we see is edited photos. All we see her going to the hospital. People do strange things for clout. Yeah, so did. I'm not accusing her. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? Come on, how many times you seen something That somebody give you the backstory and say that's not what it is?
1: That's true. That's true Cause, or or they share a clip or something, they share a part yeah. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So
0: mm-hmm. I know we we'll have to close out because I know my relief yeah. my, my relief my person relieving gonna be mad at me Because I supposed to yeah. gone out of my house fifteen minutes ago. Hey, I
1: tell them you 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 all have living your best life. You you feel a lot better being right. in this conversation.
0: He's getting overtime he'll be all right.
1: Okay. But Only hey, 15 we, minutes. So he good. But yeah, but we thank everybody for out there for listening. Thank you for everybody for supporting this season. Next season will be even better. We're gonna take a little time off and see what ideas we can have for, for next season. I hope you all saw the growth and appreciate the growth as well. And uh, this episode will not be right if I do not let Zone close out with her infamous statement. What you got,
0: Zone? Thank you everyone for listening. It has been a great journey. But always remember, we're not trying to be experts. He is not the what do you call the Godfather, Kevin Samuels? I'm not trying to be Oprah, Ayanna Van Zet. The only thing we are doing is giving our opinion on our everyday lives, things that we see, hear, and feel. You don't have to like it. We don't expect everybody to like it, but we appreciate those that do. Appreciate those that take something from it. Appreciate those that understand it. And, again, hope to see you guys back next season. Bigfoot and I, I'm hoping <laughs> to see you guys again and appreciate everybody. Love everybody. Love us back.
1: And on that note, we will catch all of you beautiful, wonderful, sexy, freaky, crazy, toxic, future Kevin Samuel Godfather ass listeners out there. We thank you all for listening to another episode. We'll catch you all on the next one. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquise Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG.